to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we are so jazzed. This week, we are thrilled to present five evenings with extraordinary people tomorrow night at Benaroya Hall. And special speaker uh, is going to be Deepak Chopra. He's joining me here today. We're excited to have him on the Dr. Pat Show. And for many of you, you are so familiar with his books. And there are over 50 of them uh, and so he's joining us here today as one of the world's greatest leaders in the field of mind body medicine and so he continues to take a powerful message out into the world to help us transform our understanding and the meaning of health well-being and life itself he's joining us here today because we are preparing for an incredible a mind-blowing, heartfelt event tomorrow night at Benaroya Hall. If you have not gotten your tickets, please do so. Go to www.thedrpatshow.com. Now, Deepak is joining us. He is on tour, and he is on tour uh, introducing people, speaking about this <laughs> incredible, best-selling book, The Third Jesus, The Christ We Cannot Ignore. That is the topic of his talk tomorrow night as well. Deepak Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's so great to be chatting with you again. And uh, I, I am so touched by the book that you've written, already a bestseller, The Third Jesus, The Christ We Cannot Ignore. I wanted to ask you, The Third Jesus, for many people in the country, they know one Jesus. Can we talk a minute about The Third Jesus as you describe him? So the first Jesus is the historical Jesus that is recorded in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but also comes to us through the writings of St. Paul and a Roman historian called Josephus, and now through the Gnostic Gospels, uh, which are very popular in the East. The second Jesus is the Jesus created by the Church in the year 382 AD under Pope Damasus, when the four Gospels were officially canonized, a lot was discarded. And this was done under the authority of the Pope, who said who he had his authority from the Holy Ghost. That theological Jesus has undergone about 20 revisions uh, and was finally published in English in the year 1611 as the King James Bible, which was written by 54 people who were assigned this task by King James. And they looked at Hebrew texts and uh, Greek texts and Latin texts and English translations also done by a fellow called Tyndale, who had been burnt at the stake by the church for having dared to translate this text. And by the way, the King James, wherever it was said, a son of God, um, interpolated the son of God in italics. So that's a well-known fact. If you look at the Greek text, wherever you read the Son of God in English, you'll see a Son of God in the Greek. Now, my inspiration for the third Jesus was 
when I was about 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I was reading the King. Uh, I was reading the Gospel according to John, and in chapter 10, 29, John in, of John, Jesus says, "I and the Father are one," and the crowd picks up stones to kill him. And he says, many good works have I shown you, for which of these do you stone me? And the crowd says, we stone you not for a good work that you do. We stone you for blasphemy because you being a man call yourself a God. And Jesus then quotes from the scriptures going back 1,000 years before his time to the time of King David. And he's quoting from Psalm 82 and he says, is it not written in your law, I said, that you are God's? And if God said to those he gave the word that they are gods, then how can you say, I blaspheme because I call myself a son of God? And it occurred to me immediately that he was speaking of the divine spark in all of us, that he was talking about what the Jews call the Ruach Adonai, the spirit of God that exists everywhere, that has a personal domain, which is the Hebrew is called Hanafesh, a collective do- domain, which in Hebrew is called Atsilut, and a universal domain called Ein Sof. And you can go back to this even in the book of Genesis, where the Lord God made man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The Muslims call this Ru. The Indians call it Brahman, to breathe. In other words, we are part of one divine consciousness, one divine spirit, one divine breath. Even our word for breath is to inspire, to be with the divine. And if we could all elevate ourselves to this level of consciousness, then we would have the true relationship with the third Jesus, which is a state of mind, a state of consciousness, a state of divine consciousness that we all have the privilege to be part of. Wow. And, you know, Deepak, thank you so much for uh, for talking about that and explaining it. I wanted to ask you, we hear in the news these days, hope, 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 change. You read it everywhere in terms of what's happening in the political arena. And yet you see groups rising up to say we shall not exclude anyone, not based on race, not based on color. And yet we have the teachings or so-called teachings of Jesus as one that does exclude people. How can we all learn from the third Jesus, the pureness of oneness? Well, the third Jesus is actually all-inclusive. We call him cosmic Christ, and the state of consciousness is called Christ consciousness or God consciousness. In the book, I go over 15 very definite ways to reach that state of consciousness using the words of Jesus himself. So the kingdom of heaven is within you. Ask and you shall receive. I am in this world and not of it, or be in this world and not of it. Resist not evil. These are explained. My father's house are many mansions. Um, Abide in me as I abide in you. If you take any of these verses and employ techniques of contemplative meditation, they have the ability to transform your life and your reality. The way you think, the way you feel, your emotions, your personal relationships, your social interactions, your environment, your behavior, and even your biology are expressions of a state of consciousness because all our experience and all our knowledge occurs in consciousness and if our consciousness transforms then our experience and our knowledge also transforms 
And, you know, Deepak, you have traveled the world. You're traveling right now, and we're thrilled you're going to be coming to Seattle tomorrow. Yes, and thanks. You, uh, we are so excited, and you're going to see a room packed with people at Benaroya Hall, all of which are, are waiting to, to hear you speak about the book, to hear you speak about the third Jesus. Is this a, a conversation whose time has come? I think the very fact that in this election year we are seeing candidates emerging that would have been unheard of 10, 15 years ago, that we are looking at the world in a fresh way, and it's a very good sign of our collective consciousness right now. We don't need experienced candidates. Experience is just another word for what has gone wrong. I love that. That is a beautiful quote. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's almost like we need beginner's mind. Is that correct? Absolutely. Step out of the river of conditioning and memory and see the world as if for the first time. And then you're a creator. In the book, uh, and I want to talk, get back to something you said earlier. You know, some folks, and I believe this, that we live in the world of miracles that are naturally occurring. Isn't this also the teaching and what you talk about in the third G? Jesus, in terms yeah, of it. Jesus says, you know, all things that I do, you shall do and more. Yeah. So a miracle is nothing but the acceleration of synchronicity and the power of intention that comes from an egoless spirit. So, you know, Deepak, this is really taking the power of, of that innate ability we have back into our lives Absolutely. and becoming empowered. Absolutely. That is the teaching of the third Jesus. When you walk and you, you, you get in front of a lot of people, and especially on this tour, what are the questions that people ask you most? Well, by and large, actually, people are very ready for this uh, new relationship with the divine and uh, beginning to reinterpret what they have read. And so it's a sign of our uh, reaching a critical mass and tipping point in collective consciousness that we want to go beyond ideology, dogma, divisiveness, and quarrelsome um, idiotic behavior in the name of God. You know, Deepak, as we look at this, uh, this tour that you're doing, we look at the book, what is one of the most important things? What is one of the most important messages? The most important message is that we have the ability to mm. reach God consciousness ourselves. And when we reach that, we are holy, we are healed. We are healed physically, we are healed emotionally, we are healed spiritually. We lose the fear of death. We feel profound peace that passes understanding. We have love, compassion, insight, intuition, inspiration, imagination, and conscious choice making. And I think that is a list of what everyone listening to the show certainly is in search for and is already here. Thank you, Deepak, for joining us. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Absolutely. Deepak Chopra, everyone, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with Master Co. Stay tuned.